It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here, checking out the series. Uh, please do hit that subscribe button. I put out three brand new interviews every single week, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones at all the usual spots, including iTunes and Apple Podcasts, it's Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest, Monica Bellucci. We're going to be talking with the actress about uh, her portrayal as Maria Callas in uh, Maria Callas Letters and Memoirs. It's a one-person show that she's actually been, uh, that she's been performing in since 2019, off and on, all over the world. And it's going to wrap up uh, later in January in New York at the Beacon Theater. So we're going to hear about what it's been like uh, portraying this character over this many years, uh, how that affects how you approach a role and how it affects everything else you do. Um, she's also going to tell us how she got the role, her thoughts on the uh, on the famed opera singer and which operas she uses in her preparation, as well as uh, the difference between playing a musician as opposed to some of her other roles. She also uh, even tells us that there's going to be a documentary uh, about this whole thing. So that's that's really that's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, of course, Monica, you know, has a rich history of some great roles. We're talking uh, she's been a Bond girl in Spectre uh, back in 2015. She played uh, Persephone uh, in uh, a couple of the Matrix sequels. I, I want to ask her about, uh, you know, if she was asked back. For the fourth one that came out, just what was that, last year? Uh, she's also got a role coming up in a movie called Mafia Mama opposite Tony Collette, so we're going to hear a little bit about that as well. Uh, all that's and more, talking about Maria Callas' letters and memoirs, it's Kyle Meredith with Monica Bellucci. Hello. Such a pleasure to meet you. Uh, you've been doing uh, Maria Callas' letters and memoirs. You've got another show coming up at the Beacon in New York on January 27th. And this is something you've been doing for a few years now, right? Since 2019, I think at least. What, what's it been like actually sort of being in a character off and on for this long? But, um, you know, when you like uh, one project, then, you know, you like to 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 give life to uh, a character that is so important for you because maybe it touches something that you can really uh, know what it is. It's something deep, and this is what happened actually when I, I met this incredible woman, um, Maria Callas, because actually uh, in our show uh, we represent more Maria than Callas, and. Uh, um, 
the thing is that it's a new approach for me completely. Uh, I learned so many things about my work and even my relation with the public is, um, is a new thing for me because uh, it's completely different from cinema. Uh, it's so direct. Uh, it's like if we share the same breath for one hour and a half and there is something very sincere, very artisanal in the process of making a show. Uh, so I, um, I'm, it's uh, it's not something that I get bored actually because every time I'm so scared and um, it's like the first time each time because we change theaters all the time and languages. We do the the show in three different languages: uh, French, Italian, and English. So it's not like if I get used to. And uh, every time I say to myself, why I'm doing this, actually, you know, <laughs> because it's a, such a, a strong emotion. Uh, it, it takes me two days after each show to go back to normal because all the theaters are very big uh, with so many people. And we started in Paris uh, three years ago, uh, as you said, in, in a nice, beautiful small theater. So I think we started in uh, Marigny, uh, which is a small theater in Paris, like 400 people. And uh, and then uh, we we were in Greece, in Erode Atticus, with 4,000 people each night. And so, I mean, in and every time is a new experience. And uh, then we went to Italy, we did the Rome, Paris, London, um, we did Istanbul, Greece, Portugal, Monte Carlo. So, you know, for the first time in New York. So it, in some way, um, when, when everything started because Tom Wolf, uh, did this beautiful documentary about uh, Maria Callas and called Maria by Callas. And he did a beautiful research, uh, including into uh, Maria's letters. And those letters were so beautiful that he had the idea uh, to make a show and he asked me to be part of it. And uh, and then when I read the letters and the memoirs, they were so full of emotions that and vulnerability that I could I couldn't say no because I had really the the feeling that I could touch her soul. And uh, the first time I met Maria Callas as a character was when I did um, a TV series called Mozart in the Jungle, I was doing, uh, I was making a research about um, uh, opera singers. So, uh, and and then of course, you know, I I was um, I've I've done research about Caballé and Trebuco and Maria Callas, but. Uh, I knew the artist, I knew the great opera singer and the actress, because she was also an amazing actress somewhere, but not the, not, not the person. And through those letters and memoirs, I really felt that she was such a, an incredible person, because what really moved me into this project uh, was the duality between the diva and the divina, the donna's immense talent, and a woman with a simple heart, the one 
who dies uh, who died of sadness of broken heart and, and to keep coming back to it and, and and hearing about of course those threads as you said even back to Mozart in the jungle and well I mean were you you know we've all I think if you're a music fan or even just a pop culture fan you know, a lot of us have heard of uh, Maria Callas through the years w- were you an opera fan a- as well I mean what what's your general musical lane uh, but um, I mean, of course, um, some operas, yeah, of course, like La Tosca, uh, you know, all those incredible Norma Tosca, all those incredible uh, operas. And the one I was uh, hearing all the time before going uh, on scene was Carmen. And there is one special Carmen that she um, she represents in Hamburg. Uh, and she was incredible at that moment, not just because she was a great, incredible performer, but also because I could feel a, a woman in love. So she was full of energy. And when when she's singing this Carmen, this special one, uh, really, uh, she gave me so much energy. And that's why uh, I used to love to hear these colors before going on on scene because it was just um you know so alive so full of emotion and she was fire and we'll be right back right after this shout out to uh, astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples uh, I, I live in kentucky in the midwest and allergies yeah i suffer when i say i suffer from allergies i suffer from allergies And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice. It affects my mood. It affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E. P-R-O, allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O, allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Monica Bellucci. Well, and it should be pointed out, I mean, as we talk about, you know, while you are playing an opera singer, you're playing the Maria parts, and so this isn't a musical but you've, you know, you've 
Like I was looking back at some of the points you've dipped your toe into the music world. Uh, Anita uh, and the Girl in the Fountain soundtrack, you're on that. You uh, recently collaborated with uh, Ibrahim Malouf, which I, I love. I love what that guy does and everything. Um, but when you're doing a musician... No, say um, I was uh, I was talking, not singing. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But you know, you know, you, you kind of come into the music world a little bit like that. We, when you're when you're taking on a musician, though, even in a non musical parts, like is there something else that you have to give it because that that side of it is there? Um, I think the way how you pose your voice, because even though you don't sing, but you have to give an emotion, a strong emotion. So the way how you project the voice, the way how you represent the different period of time, uh, because actually in the beginning, I mean, as I said, um, in the play, we depict more Maria than Callas. So we represent diff different parts of our life. So even the voice is changing during the show because in the beginning, she's very young, uh, full of hope, discovery of success and everything. And then uh, there is her maturity uh, tainted with the difficulty of finding a balance between her work and her private life. And then the last year of last years of her life where uh, she handled her melancholy with extreme elegance so you know uh, the voice uh, changed all the time and so it becomes voices like music you know in, in another way but you project a sound and uh, and people they need to to feel something through your voice so it's an instrument not like you're singing, but is an instrument an instrument anyway. Well, I, I was gonna say, you know, you you made a point to say that you weren't singing on those on those collaborations, but it was still very musical. And uh, I know a lot of folks who <laughs> would still count on some musicians, even with just talking. Uh, those are fantastic collaborations, by the way. Just compliments uh, on that. Do you all talk? Is this just for the stage? Is there a version of what you all are doing now that could make it to the screen as well? Uh, yeah, we are doing a documentary uh, about this long tour that we made in three years. And it's a, such a coincidence, actually, that we end in New York because Maria Callas was born in New York in 1923. And we end the show in 2023. So it's a, such a beautiful coincidence, actually. That's yeah. Well, I didn't hand put that together. Uh, and, and dates and how they I, your birthday is September 30th, correct? Yeah. That's yes. mine too. I just not that that means, but nice <laughs> coincidence on uh, on on birthdays there. That's, <laughs> That's <good. laughs> um, you know, as I talk about a little bit about movies. I know we got a few minutes left. You got uh, Mafia Mama coming up with Tony Collette's. I saw the the trailer on that. Uh, I don't know what you can say about it. What was that experience like, especially working with uh, with Tony? Well, Tony, she's amazing. She, she has an incredible energy and uh, we really love to work together. And uh, it was very fun to make this comedy uh, about mafia, uh, but with a feminine twist. So we shot between New York and, and Rome. And uh, so I can't wait to see the movie because I haven't seen the movie yet. 
<laughs> well, it looks like it goes along the line of you playing these powerful women. I mean, whether it's Maria, uh, even whether it's uh, Persephone back in, in, in the Matrix, which, by the way, were you asked? I mean, they didn't bring you back for the new one, right? What, was that ever brought up? Did you... That, that you might have been in the, the new series no no actually no but uh, um for me it was a, such a beautiful experience to be part of that project really and it was fun because as i said all the time i was in paris and i went to see matrix and i said oh my god i would love to be in a movie like that and then i went to los angeles uh, i did the screen test and um and i had the chance to work in this project i was so happy really i, I really uh, it was an amazing moment for me. Would you have come back if the character had been written? Uh, uh, why not? <laughs> why not? That's true. But that's it. You know, again, and and I'll I'll end with this. Uh, is that as we talk about these strong characters? I mean, even you know that word is thrown around with Diva, like in a girl in the fountain. Um, I guess the simple question is, what draws you to to these type of roles that that you do so Absolutely. well? But our opportunity that come to you, you know, it's easy to make choices when the opportunity come and uh, uh, to play those women. But at the same time, uh, Anita Ekberg and Maria Callas, they were in the same period of time, if we think about it, you know, uh, women in a man's world, some way. So they were fighters. And I think that women today learn a lot from a woman like that. Even my father, she was a fighter because she wanted to divorce in a moment where divorce was forbidden in Italy. And um, also she had the courage to, to follow her heart. And um, uh, not many women have the possibility to live life with such a strong emotion. And... Uh, and so when people say that she had a tragic life, maybe we should say that she led a brave life. The greatest pieces of art are ones that can take in the past and make it speak to the present. And I think a lot of what you're saying is, you know, so important that we hear today. So, you know, keep doing what you're doing because we're such a fan of what you do every single time. Thank you so much. Thank you, Monica. And uh, and again, congratulations on this amazing run as Maria Callas. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing the documentary and this final show again, The Beacon in New York, January 27th. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk. Thank you. And my thanks, Monica Bellucci, Maria Callas, Letters and Memoirs, final performance at the Beacon Theater, January 27th. Big thanks to Monica, and thanks to you as well for uh, hanging out and checking out the episode. Before you get out, I do hope you hit that subscribe button. Again, you do that, you'll get three brand new interviews sent to your uh, to, to your listening device uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And they're at all the usual spots, including iTunes and Apple Podcasts at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or again, anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. And then after that... Head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. That's Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also catch me on the social media spots, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all three of them. The address is at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time.
Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media.